This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. Spreading freedom across the nation. This is the Buck Sexton Show. Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, my voice is not a hundred percent yet, so I'm going to be a little bit. Uh, this is going to be a little more like easy, easy listening jazz station today instead of uh, you know rocking out with all the craziest rock and roll tunes uh, i just i don't have the full vocal range yet i was uh, and team thank you very much for joining me um i'm sorry i've been out for a few days i was so sick uh i had i had the flu uh and i had those the a couple of days where i was uh shaking you may have seen me saturday morning I actually did a i mean a couple of you may have seen i did a fox and friends hit and that was when i woke up with with the full-blown flu the night before i i started to feel funny on friday and uh, and really, actually, Thursday night, I, I had my first uh, sense that something was going wrong. You know, my throat was a little scratchy. So it was really Thursday. It started to come on. I pushed through Rush on Friday, had a good show Friday. And then and anyway, I woke up Saturday morning. I went to do Fox and Friends. I had a fever. I was shaking when I woke up in the morning with chills. And I had a fever. And I, I just sort of figured, well, maybe it's really early in the morning. And I'll feel better when I get home. But I'll go do this. I'm lucky I didn't pass out on air. I'm telling you, it was... And it was a short hit, but it was, whew, man, no fun. So it has been a uh, a tough couple of days on that front, and I'm still recovering here. Of, of course, also because it's New York City, and I just I share these stories with you mostly so that you can appreciate wherever you are, as it is uh, most certainly more tranquil than where I have been. So I've been stuck in my tiny apartment in New York City, and. Uh, for whatever reason, the day that I'm sick, all I want, you know, I can't do radio, which bums me out. All I want to do is rest and relax. And sure enough, on on Monday, they began to open up the street right underneath my window. I'm hoping you won't hear it tonight. Uh, but they have they had multiple jackhammers going all day from 7:30 in the morning until about 6:30 o'clock, uh, 6:30 p.m. at night. Um, so that was not helpful for somebody who's trying to rest and recover and there's nowhere to go. So what do you do? You know, uh, uh, Baba Buck doesn't have it in the budget to get a hotel room. So I had to just, uh, stick it out and put earplugs in. And it was, it was really a special form of torture. I can tell you that, but I am so glad to be back on the air finally after the longest, I think the longest sick, uh, sick leave I've taken since I've been at the blaze of three days. I think I might have missed two days before, but never three. Uh, so I'm so glad to be back with you. I know there's a lot that we haven't even talked about yet. Uh, I've got some guests today, too. So we're going to be trying to catch up on uh, some happenings from the last few days. We got the uh, Gorsuch uh, Supreme Court nominee. Um, and 
we've got Trump being Trump, all kinds of stuff going on that we haven't really had much of a chance to discuss yet because I have been out. But I want to take this chance because I think some of you had already seen this on, well, because I posted it on Facebook and you may have seen it uh, elsewhere on Twitter or if you're someone who happens to read the trade magazines and such, that you, you would know about this. So it's very exciting. And I'm, if, if my voice at all sounds, if I sound at all subdued today, it's because I'm still, I feel a lot better, but I'm still not, not there yet. I'm not 100%. You know, I'm a little fatigued and it's been, it's been a stressful week for a number of reasons. Uh, but I'm very pleased that today I will, or to, uh, today I can tell you all that uh, I will be going into national syndication with Premier Radio Networks. So what that means is that the syndicator, so a syndicator is, a, is, is the organization, the company that takes various radio stations and bundles them up and distributes a show, or di distributes a show to them. Some of them own a lot of the stations. I'm actually learning more about the radio business as I go here too. On the business side of it, I just know radio. I don't really know much about how uh, these different companies function. But the syndicator um, is the same syndicator for Glenn uh, and for Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity. So right now, or not right now, but starting on Monday. So it is starting very soon. You can imagine that means that uh, when I'm, I have the flu, but I am also, my mind is racing and I've got a ton of things that I'm both being asked to do and trying to get done. Um, but starting Monday from 6 to 9 p.m., um, I will be on uh, over 100 radio stations across the country. Uh, this is hugely uh, exciting, and it's something that is only possible because of all of you who listen to the show every day, who have been such uh, loyal friends and, and listeners and supporters of what I do on the show day in and day out. And it's been quite a... It's quite a a turn of events. I mean, I started doing radio uh, four years ago in, I think it was February or March. So it's almost exactly four years now. Um, and so it's been four years to syndication. Um, it's, uh, I think it's four, is it three years or four years? Man, I got to do the math on that one. I think I've been doing this for four years. I might've been doing it for, th no, that's, that sounds about right. So here I am. Um, now taking on the uh, the reins of syndication. The show had previously, uh, as the host, had been uh, Megan McCain, and they will be putting me in that six to nine Eastern slot. And I'm just really excited about it. I mean, if all of you join me and are are with me in this uh, mission, uh, I know it will be quite successful. And it's an amazing opportunity. And Premier's a great company. And obviously, Glenn Glenn works with Premier. So there's just a lot of, a lot of good things all happening at the same time. Um, it does mean that I will be over the weeks ahead. I'm, I'm not exactly sure when. Uh, we're still figuring out some of that. Um, but uh, I will, we'll, we'll, the, the Blaze, I will say this, my Blaze radio show is continuing for now, um, and it will continue for some weeks. Uh, that's, that's as much as I know right now. Um, I do not, I do not have more on that. And as I get more, I will certainly tell you more. Um, as for what happens with, uh, premiere and with this new show, you know, like I said, it'll be on six to nine. If you don't have a station in your area, that is, uh, a place where you can listen to this. 
then you will be able to download it on, or you can listen to it live on the iHeart app, the way many of you listen to this show, or you will be able to download the podcast. Um, either listen to it the next morning or later at night if you want, whatever you, whatever you prefer. It's also, of course, three, for, for you West Coasters, the show is three to six, which is nice. So it's really exciting. And if I sound at all withdrawn or, or uh, subdued, as, I, as I've mentioned, it's just because I'm coming off of being rocked with a really rough flu. And, and it's, uh, unfortunately, it comes at, a, at a, among the worst times it could have for me with all the plates that I'm trying to keep flying in the air, all the things that I'm juggling at the same time here. It's of, of no surprise, I'm sure to some of you, you probably have the same thing happen. But if you could have picked a week over the last 12 months where I really didn't want to be sick, uh, this last week's high on the list. Um, <laughs> that's that much I could tell you. It's been, uh, it's, has been, it has been a challenge. Uh, I don't know how this happens in life, and I promise we'll get into the news and I'll stop talking about my own stuff in a second here. Uh, but I, I don't know how this happens in life, but somehow I would have thought, oh, well, this is a time, it's awesome, and I, all this exciting stuff, and it'll just be a big celebration. And instead, I've just been you know, coughing up a lung and feeling dizzy and tired and just trying to scrape through the day and get what I need to get done over the last uh, few days just to keep the, keep the engines going while I'm getting ready for uh, for takeoff next week. So that's what's going on there. It's really, really exciting. It's awesome. Um, I am very thankful to Premier for the opportunity. It is, this is, this, this could be a, a really big thing. Um, I, I don't want to overstate it. It's, you know, ra radio is uh, an interesting and, and fickle business, but more or less, if I have, uh, if I have the team with me, I'm going to be good. You know, we'll make we'll make it happen. So I really hope I uh, hope you continue to listen to this show and I hope you listen to my uh, my show from six to nine. And I believe the Blaze Radio uh, will be carrying that six to nine show in in some capacity. I'm not sure exactly what time yet, what the timing of that will be, but I think it will be available on the Blaze Radio as well. So that's a, a win win for everybody. And. Of course, the Blaze is really happy for me, and they're excited about this. Uh, and you know, the the boys all grown all grown up now. He's taken the reins of a of a big show and uh, going to really hopefully grow it out and and build into new audience. So this is uh, this is what I've been hoping for, team. I've been really looking for an opportunity to build out this platform, take it to the next level, and and really see where I can go with this whole radio thing. And, and I see that now as, you know, I, I see it as, as a real possibility. Um, and I'm excited. I still remember doing some of those early shows, three hours of radio on Saturday. You know, I had very, very few people listening. And those of you who were listening in those early Saturday days, I, I have a very uh, special place of, of thanks for all of you because it means a lot to me. And yeah, I have to say it's been, it's been quite a uh, quite a ride to get to this point. It's been um, between you know, filling in for Glenn that first time, and then also uh, filling in for Sean, and then filling in for Rush, and some of the other. Some of you got to see me. I remember we all got to hang out at um, Man in the Moon when I did a live show, and people showed up wearing Commie Bear T-shirts. Uh, this is all really. Uh, this is what makes it all worthwhile. This this is why I still do something that requires a tremendous amount of energy for me that puts me under a bit of 
strained and stress, you know, day in and day out, just doing a three, carrying a three hour show by yourself. If you're going to do it at a certain level is, is hard. And it's, it's interesting because I've gotten so used to it, but when you're sick is when you actually, I'm sure you feel this about many things or when you, when you're sick and all of a sudden you really need all of your energy and strength and you recognize what has become normal for you or what you can normally do. And I'm sure you know, some of you are practically supermen and superwomen with whatever it is you're doing. Uh, when you're sick, you can't, you don't have, you know, you're, just, you're like, oh, I can't believe I do that when I'm healthy. I mean, never mind trying to do it when I'm sick. So that's, that's a bit of how it feels uh, on the, on the radio side. So, um, I, I don't have any real hard and fast answers for you about, uh, what's going to happen on the blaze side of things just yet. Um, I just, I'm talking to everybody down in Dallas, as you know, I'm the last, I'm the, the last guy up here in New York doing a show. So I've been kind of, I've been in remote status literally and figuratively for a little while here. Um, but we're going to see what happens with the show. And, and I know that, uh, the team there and everybody at the blaze is going to make sure that this is, uh, it's just, like I said, win-win all around and it's a success for everybody involved. And, you know, they're very happy for me on the new show and I've got big plans. You'll hear when I'm healthy and I talk to you about this, there'll be a little more swagger and, uh, all that. But right now it's still, you know, I'm still walking around like a like a wounded duck over here. It's not easy. It's been a rough, it's been a rough few days and there's only so much of your life you can put on hold no matter how sick you are. So I've been, you know, I've been fielding all kinds of stuff, uh, in my bed, you know, with, with a box of tissues and a, uh, a big bowl of cough drops next to me and everything. I've just been going uh, as much as I possibly can with all this stuff. So I appreciate you indulging me uh, for this w one opening segment today to tell you both why I've been out. I was sick. I've been very sick. It's not a, it wasn't um, just something that was out there in the rumor mill or, or whatever. I've been really sick. I have great news about this show with Premiere. Uh, the a formal announcement or the official announcement was made yesterday. And uh, we're going to figure out what the, uh, the weeks ahead look like uh, for right now. Nothing Nothing, uh, as as far as I know, nothing changes right now, except uh, starting next week, I'm going to be doing a lot of radio. So <laughs> that's going to be a very interesting, interesting situation, interesting set of uh, of new challenges. Um, uh, phone lines are open today, by the way, if you'd like to call in. Uh, I could really use the uh, audio backup today. Um, my voice, I'm a little worried at some point might just give. I wanted to get on the air today because I feel like I've been away from you all for too long and I don't want you to think that I'm going into hibernation or something, although hibernation sounds amazing right now. Um, but I, I didn't want you to think that I had disappeared. So, and I know there's so much going on in the world and there's, I've just, one thing, you know you love radio when you're sitting in bed or lying in bed and you still have a fever and you can barely speak and you're like, I just wish I could get on air so I could talk about that thing. That's how it feels for me. So... Yeah, um, I would love to hear from all of you, your thoughts on the new show, uh, everything. And I thank you so much for joining me today, even though my my voice sounds okay, but I'm just, I'm not, I don't have the range yet. So it's going to be a little bit like fire. It's going to be fireside chat with Buck today. I don't have the full, I can't do voices. I don't have the full, uh, you know, palette of my usual stuff to uh, to offer up here. So that's where that is. Um, and you know what? Why don't I just get it out right now? We've got an awesome sponsor this half hour, silencershop.com. The best place to go. Simply the best experience you can get, period. Buying a silencer for your firearm 
is silenceashop.com. They know how to process all that paperwork. They do thousands and thousands of those forms all the time. And if you've never thought about a silencer before, let me tell you, it's a great accessory to have. Makes the whole experience more enjoyable. It means that you can be more social when you're out there shooting. You have to worry less about ear pro. Um, as somebody who's got a jackhammer under his window right now, you want to protect your ears. Uh, you want to make sure that you protect your hearing. And a silencer is helpful in that whole process. So really do check it out. It's got a great line, a great selection, fantastic array of options for you. Silencershop.com, silencershop.com. Help make the world a quieter place. Team Buck, I'm back in just a few. Buck Sexton. Buck Sexton. Dispensing the truth on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Buck Sexton, the Blaze Radio Network. We got some calls up. Let's take them. Susan in Rhode Island, you're on the Buck Sexton Show. Welcome. Good afternoon, Buck. First of hey. all, I hope you feel better soon. I can see Thank you very much. I've, I've uh, had viral bronchitis since shortly after Christmas, and it's still with me. Oh, so man, you sorry get to hear that. Soon. We missed Thank you the you. last two days. Thanks, Susan. Secondly, congratulations on your new endeavor. Thank I you. was with you and in your corner and singing your praises from the very first evening Glenn Beck introduced you on his 5 o'clock program as the Blaze's national security and terrorism expert. Remember those days? Nice. Right. Yeah, I remember. I, I need. I needed a haircut and and jeans that no, fit. Didn't. But yeah, you're for adorable sure. And you still are. You're still adorable. <laughs> um, and I'm old enough to be your grandmother, so I can say that. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> Congratulations. That. I hope it goes very well for you. As a matter of fact, I know that it will. You're very. Can smart. I get you to at least, if you can't tune in live, can you at least download the uh, six to nine podcast for me? Of course, but I think I'll be able to get it on iHeart. There we go. That's Even better. I, I heart sometimes. six to nine. I get you sometimes that that when the blaze is buffering and I can't get you on the blaze. And oh, thirdly, okay. I hope the blaze keeps you for as long as they possibly can, because I will miss you at <laughs> noontime. Thank you very much, Susan. I appreciate that. It's very sweet of you, and uh, thank you. You're cheering me up. It's been no, it's not rough, sweet rough at all. It's the truth. It's the truth. You are very smart. I have learned so much from you. I love all of the other esoteric things that you do. Um, When you give us all those history lessons, those two-hour programs, most of that we've never learned. And it's it's wonderful to hear someone give us a perspective on what came before. And it is true. People that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Totally agree with you, and uh, there'll be... There'll be more of that for sure. I've actually learned, I'm, I'm learning how to do a little bit of uh, audio editing and recording at home now to have even greater flexibility. So when I want to do Blaze or Premiere uh, segments, I, I can, might be able to do a little bit of um, 
pre pre production with them, so I can do the history, maybe do some sound effects and things like that, so oh, I don't great. have to overtax the teams. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 learning. Buck's Buck's not too old of a dog. He still can learn some new tricks. He's working on. Oh, you're it. A uh, baby. Susan. You're a baby. <laughs> Again, good luck. To I, you. Know, I feel kind of old these you. days. I'm like sick. I'm tired. It's like I got oh, city no, noise everywhere. Fine. But <laughs> you're young. You'll bounce back quickly. Thanks, Susan. Shields high. Good Thank you so much. Big hug. You. I appreciate Shields it. high. Thank you. You yeah. too. Bye. Oh man, that's thank you, Susan. That's like cheered me up. Uh, that was, uh, I needed that. Um, so, oh, we only have a thirty seconds. Uh, we will get into some some uh, news here, and we'll take some calls too. Eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three. Would love to hear from you. Whatever you got on your mind, anything we didn't hit this week, you want to start throwing it out there for us to get into. Let's consider this a collaborative effort today, team. Back in just a few. The Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Jim in Ohio. What's up, Jim? Hey, Buck. First time caller. I, I just got turned on to the Blaze probably in the last year, and I've got to hear you uh, several times. I heard you fill in for uh, Rush and also for Glenn, and I've really come to appreciate your point of view and perspective. I really enjoy your show. Thank you very much. Can I count on can yeah. I count on you to add the new show to your your plate of offerings? I'll have to figure out. I don't, I'm not sure about this. Uh, what what is? Well, just it? say you'll download it. You'll make me happy. You don't even have to, but just say you will. Oh, I'll I'll do my best. I like the <laughs> okay. and uh, a, you're a man of your word. Apparently, you don't want to give it out unless you read it. Okay, fair enough. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, uh, I well, I Jim, I I appreciate. I'm sorry, sir. I had a question. Oh, by all means, what's your question? I was wondering, uh, does the shield tie represent like the Roman Spartan kind of thing? Yeah, that's right. The phalanx. Yeah, it's it, we we. I was talking on the on the Saturday show about I forget even how we got into it, but I was talking about the uh, Greek hoplites in the phalanx. I'm also. I, I like the movie Three Hundred. Uh, as as silly as it is in some yeah, ways, I think it's a great where movie. That's I first seen that, and I thought that was the, a link to that. Yeah, yeah, and so if if you're all next to each other, you know, and and you are in the phalanx, I mean, you have to have your shield. And there's the old, there's the very famous Spartan saying, "Come back with your shield or on it," and that comes from yeah. uh, if you were defeated in battle and you had to run you would throw down your shield. The shield that they carry was very very large and heavy. And so if you were trying to make it out of there, the first thing you do is toss your shield if you're trying to run. And so the Spartans never run was the whole thing. So it was come back with your shield or on it because if you were killed, people would carry you almost on like a stretcher on your shield. Uh, so you have to have your shield high if you're in the phalanx, and that's how we kind of... I know some people are like, is it a Star Wars thing? Like, shield's up. And it's like, no, it's not a Star Wars thing. Or not Star Wars... Uh, but yeah, Star Wars right. or Star Trek. It's it's an ancient Greek thing. Um, and yeah, it just sort of stuck. I don't know. It's fun to say. 
So that's how we got into it. And uh, if, if you cowardice, by the way, in ancient Greece, they'd call you a shield a shield tosser, which I've always thought is or a shield thrower, which is kind of a funny yeah. uh, funny thing to call somebody. The Book of Ephesians, the Apostle Paul spoke about those type of things, and uh, you know, there's no reference to turning your back on the enemy in uh, the Roman concept. They were always. You know, never turn your back. Always moving forward. All right, Jim, thank you very much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you, um, Mark. Thank you, man. Shields high. There we go. I got to work one in. So, what do we want to get into first today? I don't really want to go over... Uh, I don't really want to go over the news that's already happened too much just because I feel like by now you've probably already seen a lot of hot takes on Gorsuch and you've already seen a lot on the immigration order uh, I will say I'll share this to you a little bit on immigration and then we'll uh, we'll switch on to some other topics um, the immigration order was not particularly well rolled out we know that I don't think it should have applied to green card holders and I don't think that the way that they implemented it was was necessarily uh, was was wise under the circumstances, especially when the moment that you give the uh, the left wing press an opportunity to start pulling photos of translators that have risked their lives and in many cases understand that combat translators do more than just uh, translate. I mean, they actually are are alongside our guys armed. Um, I mean, you know, I, I have a friend who's come on here before who served in Afghanistan with the National Guard, and he's told you about his uh, his translator, you know, carried an AK and, you know, was was also very much involved in, in some of the uh, anti-Taliban combat that they got caught up in. So whenever you give the left an opportunity to start pulling translate photos of uh, photos of um, translators and say what what about our debt to this person what about our debt to those who have who have been allies in the fight in the war against terror there there's a mistake that's been made i mean there's no question about that but i i also thought it was interesting to just see once again the unleashed hatred of the left and the the extent to which the the left is is really bought in wholesale to this desire to completely destroy donald trump um, alongside all of the pre- all the media, all the press, they're they're completely on board for this, and there was almost a glee in the reporting, and you could see it even from those who I think generally try to present themselves as straight news reporters. There was just this this um, absolute delight in picking apart every aspect of this executive order. And then you had that uh, woman, I think it was Sally Yates was her name, who was the acting attorney general in a moment of grandstanding. It's funny, you know, if I were her agent, meaning like in the Hollywood agent sense, I would have told her, you know what, if you're willing, if you just want to cash out, that's the way to do it. Now people know her name. Now she's a sort of anti-Trump hero. Now she's somebody that has zeros added to her paycheck in the lecture circuit. And... She was going to, you know, she's going to get tossed anyway. So it wasn't principled at all. And I think that it sets a very dangerous precedent for how government employees might be acting going forward. 
but she definitely uh, helped herself out from a very narrow, self-interested point of view. So I just think that's an interesting, interesting dynamic that continues to uh, to play out. So we will be looking at that together, team. Uh, phone lines open eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. Uh, do call in. Love to hear from you. And I'll be back right after this break. Buck Sexton. The Blaze Radio Network. got Jody in Utah online. What's up, Jody? Jody? Um, Buck, are you there? Hello? Yes. Hi. Hey, we're all here. What's up, Jody? Oh, okay, awesome. Um, congratulations on um, on being able to get the, the new indication. Um, you and Team Buck helped me through a really ugly divorce. You've been a major part of my day every day at this time. And while we've got you for a couple more weeks, I'm really grateful, but it's kind of like, okay, now how does my day go? I'm going to miss you if you, if you wind up leaving. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I'm going to be around certainly for a little while. Uh, I don't know how long and I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I will definitely be around uh, at night. And if you're out in Utah, what is that, two hours uh, less than East Coast time? Is that right? Yeah, mountain. It's mountain time, so it's two mountain hours. Mountain time, right? So, so yes, yeah, so you'd yeah. be. It the show would be uh, four to seven, right? Yes. Yeah. That sounds right. There you go. Yes. So you can tune in four to seven. That'll be fun. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't be my mid morning through lunch, and that's that's <laughs> where I have you. And I'm just I'm used to that. It's not that I couldn't make a change. Clearly, I can. But I'm so used to you being that part of my day. And so, but I'm really, really excited. And I am looking forward to more history things, if you can do them. I, yes. That has been an enjoyable thing. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, Jody, I'm, I'm glad that the, the team has been useful and helpful and supportive for you when you needed them. And certainly has been, been the same for me, I can tell you that. So, it's uh, like a wonderful for- extended family you never knew you had. That's right. That's how I feel, too. Jody, thank you very much. You'll tie out in Utah. Good to talk to you. Uh, all right. Let's 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 get into a bit of the, the madness at, uh, at Berkeley. So I, I've always found uh, Milo to be he's an engaging guy. That's for sure. We've had him on the show here a couple of times. And he, he's, an inter- he's an interesting dude. And he uh, he's joined us before. We've had him on a couple times. If he, when he gets his book out, I'm sure I'll have him on radio again. Uh, his book, there everyone's talking about how big the advance was. So congrats to him on that. And he was supposed to speak out at, at Berkeley. And this is interesting, of course, because Berkeley is the the birthplace, supposedly, of the campus free speech movement. Uh, but it's a very leftist place. I mean, the Bay Area of San Francisco in general, is one of the pockets of the most radical leftism in the country. Probably some people would argue it's, it's, it's as liberal as, as anywhere in the country. New York, it's a little different because in the city you have a little bit of the, 
there's there's the uh, hypocritical leftism that you'll see here of they care so much about all leftist causes as long as you know they can they can enjoy capitalism and make their money and do their thing. So yeah, um, it's very interesting to see how this plays out at Berkeley or has has played out at Berkeley. He was supposed to give a speech, and I've seen some of the footage. The students there went absolutely, absolutely bonkers, which is not surprising. Um, they were, uh, you know, starting riots, essentially. I mean, they've just gone completely nuts. And they are, uh, they've stopped, they stopped his speech. So do we have a, we have some Milo audio, right? Why don't you play? This is him talking about this. Uh, let's play Milo himself talking about what happened. Um, Shaman, do you have it? Not only happened on the American college campus, you know, supposedly in the land of the free, you know, these are these places where you should be able to engage with different ideas, places where you should be able to hear hear speakers. And students who come to my talks who don't necessarily agree with me but just want to hear the other side, they were, they were prevented from doing so this evening by violence from the left, the left that is terrified of anyone who they think might be persuasive or might be interesting or might take people with them. The left is profoundly antithetical to free speech these days, does not want to hear alternative points of view, will do anything to shut them down. My point is being proven to me over and over and over again. It's interesting as well because as though they can't figure this out, uh, these protesters at Berkeley and all the rest, as though they, they can't get this straight, uh, they do an enormous favor for Milo by, by doing this to him. Um, yeah, they stopped his speech, but now it's a national news story. Uh, many have pointed this out already on social media. There's really nothing that they could push for that is more useful for Milo's brand and his cause than than I mean, shutting it down just does does PR wonders for him. I mean, here I am talking about his speech. I didn't even know he was speaking at Berkeley until they tried to shut the thing shut the thing down. Um, you had a group dressed in black and hooded sweatshirts that was using metal barricades to break windows. They threw smoke bombs and flares, and they used a diesel generator to start a bonfire outside the building where the speech was supposed to happen. They were carrying signs that said, hate speech is not free speech. These people are nuts. Um, they also have really internalized this, uh, this authoritarian campus culture that is, is no longer just the campus, right? This is extended well beyond the environs of the college campus. This is now much broader than just something that happens on, you know, uni university grounds and, and college grounds across the country. It, it, we've had eight years of a president who was very much straight out of the faculty lounge. You know, Obama was a leftist, uh, a leftist adjunct professor or lecturer at the University of Chicago uh, Law School. And represented a lot of, you know, in his beliefs and in the way that he governed, a lot of the standard leftist approaches that you see on campuses across the country. So there's there's this part of this as well. It's it's not just that they they hate Trump, as I've said to you. There's also a, a tremendous whiplash that's underway here, uh, moving, moving from a, a very leftist, very pro-left, friendly-to-the-left situation to on the right now you have Donald Trump and there's just all this difficulty uh, that they have in trying to adjust to all this. But 
the, this culture of, of protest and, and whining and babyishness that you see that's been getting so much, uh, so much attention since Donald Trump came into office, I, I hope we're beyond now this pretense that some of the media still cling to, that this exists sort of on both sides, that this is something that you know everybody uh, has to deal with. Uh, this is something that everybody can see as just a, a common, a, a common cultural issue. No, this is this is clearly of the left. Oh, and I I can't let this story go without also pointing out that Trump himself weighed in to the Milo speech or on the Milo speech issue. He tweeted out, if UC Berkeley does not allow free speech and practices violence and innocent on innocent people with a different point of view, and then in all caps, no federal funds, question mark. And this is amazing. You've got a president who is practically governing by Twitter account now. I mean, it's, this is all he has to do is put out a tweet and it becomes the official, or maybe it's not technically the official White House statement, but that's certainly what it feels like. And, of course, now we're all being told, oh, well, that's so unfair. This isn't representative of Berkeley. Well, all the students at Berkeley shouldn't be punished, but they should really do some long, hard thinking about this. I guarantee you there's not some letter going around from professors across, uh, across the campus where they're saying that they want to defend the rights of free speech. And, oh, no, that is not happening. So uh, this free speech issue of Berkeley, we'll, we'll talk a bit more maybe with one of our guests later about that. we got hour two coming up, team. Uh, much more. Back in a few. The Buck Sexton Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.